So, you say you want off camera. So, are you just gonna upload this as an audio? Cause I was like, I still want to be able to see your face. Yeah, you. We could see each other, but I was just like, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. And I, I put a blanket over my clothes because it looks a hot mess. I was like, if in the event we decide to do it, whatever we want to do, I was like, mm-hmm. I'll make something work. Yeah, yeah. So, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. Like I said, today is definitely a chill Saturday, like a pseudo Sunday for me. I don't want to do anything. I started school Monday. Yesterday was my last day of work. Um, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm going to be starting school. So with that schedule, it just wasn't an option rather to mm-hmm. to stay at that job there was no remote positions so gotcha. um, which is great in, in hindsight because you know i was tired of working for her she's a great person what she does and we're going to work with each other going mm-hmm. forward um i'm gonna cool. certify my business through the council but i won't be working for the council so I'm looking forward That's to that. Beautiful. How's how's your day going? That's beautiful. We'll have to get into all that in a few. Um, yeah. How's my day? It's Sunday. It's been it's been chill. It's been a good weekend. It's Sunday. Um, it's Saturday. Is it? Did I say Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I don't wait. But don't like you said, off. it do feel like a Sunday. You said it's a pseudo it Sunday, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's Saturday, so that's great. It's been a great weekend so far. I guess that's why it feels like Sunday because it's been a full weekend for me. But um, I definitely want to get into my weekend, you know. But um, hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome to Black Around the World, a space devoted to having conversations that connect, enlighten, heal, and build community amongst Black people globally. I'm Ray. And I'm queen. I'm looking for your microphone. I'm like, where is it? The microphone. I love this microphone. Isn't it? I'm going to invest this to one one day. <laughs> I hope that I can get some good use out of it. And we upgrade when we're doing in-person interviews around the world. I know that it won't be necessarily needed, but I hope that we can get some good uses out of it. Um, it's super nice. It has this retro look to it. I know. I searched it high and low for it. But yes, it's Saturday, not Sunday. Like I said, my weekend has been full. Um, I went out for the first time in a long time. Like outside at nighttime. I'm like, maybe I was outside, but it was like, you know, outside past like my bedtime. I went to this art show. Um, this okay, Friday art night. show. How was yeah, that? It was actually really good. I want to be able to uh, say the artist's name, uh, but his name, um, 
his name is Michael and he had um I want to say his Instagram handle too um but his name is um Michael Badger and his Instagram is T-U-R-Q-B-L-U so Turkey Blue Turkey Blue um T-U-R-Q like turquoise blue could be could be it takes me a long (laughs) time to like understand people's creative IG handles like Mm -hmm. um it took me a long time to notice that Onika's handle is damp clay isn't it damp clay I don't know if you know what I'm talking about but for the longest time I was like what are those letters what are those letters and then I realized it's like (laughs) damp clay and I'm like okay I get it but it takes me a long time to really focus in on people's IG handles like oh I get what they're doing there creativity creativity be on 10 yes it's funny I was like oh sorry what are you gonna say? What are you gonna I was say? gonna say I was riding behind this car the other day, and mm-hmm. there's light the license plate. To me, I thought it said Yexican. Yesican. Uh-huh. I was like, what is a Yesican? So why was it <laughs> yes I can? I'm like, what is Yesican? <laughs> so I guess yeah. Yes, just... Let me Google that. <laughs> That's Spanish word. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I was like, what and is we this? We be trying to overcomplicate things too sometimes. It be real basic. Why does the brain do that? And then when it's not meant to be complicated, when it's meant to be complicated, we simplify. Like the brain yes. does what it does when it wants to do. It shows up how it wants to show up. Oh my god. Yeah, I was like, okay, let me let me stop thinking so hard. <laughs> yes, again. But uh no, so Michael Badger's exhibit is called let me get this microphone. It's called um in relation to light. Um and he has a really good what do you call that artist letter? What do you call you know what I'm talking about? Artist Artist statement. Yeah, the artist statement. I just wanted to live there. The artist statement for me was really um, good. I'll read some of it. He's like, in relation to light, it's a surrealist journey through the subconscious. It starts in the shadow world where feelings of isolation, displacement, and warped sense of identity that comes with a disconnect with societal expectations, feelings of unworthiness, and the fear of the wildness of our natures. And he goes on, I don't know, I can't I can't read it at all, but he, he talks about the dark in the in the, in the, fast forward. In in, however, we cannot stay there here. The progression of the journey must be the reconciliation of self-knowledge ga- gathered in the dark whilst learning what it means to actively exist in a world of the light without losing all you've come to know of yourself. And what big and little things bring you in, bring you a deep and nourishing sense of fulfillment and expansion. It's just, it was, it was a great exhibit. It's going on if you're in a craft. Um, that the mix until June, um, June 26th. Until June 26th. What's his so, medium? Girl, so what does that mean? Okay, like so, type, you know. type of art, right? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Yes. Don't tell me artists, because like medium <laughs> is type of art. 
okay so there's people who may paint yep people who draw people Mm -hmm. who do pottery yeah right yeah um is that what you're asking that's exactly what what i say (laughs) so would i say he's a painter if he had pictures on the wall of paintings of like (laughs) i love it absolutely he is a painter he's an artist so you wouldn't say artist right what would you call him um he's a pe- I mean he's an artist but you know then you would just ask their medium like like how you just went into you know there's so many different types of artists out there mm-hmm. so you have graphic yes. artists you have painters you know so yeah. he is a painter yeah um and then you can get even deeper asking whether he does watercolors acrylic you know yeah but- <laughs> yeah thank you for that art nugget yeah of course time right the art nugget of the day moving forward we'll have those because queen is a full-blown artist i want to uh, learn more and become a pseudo artist just because of my um relation to you you are an artist you are a writer that is artistry Oh, thanks, co-host. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. You can't hear this, my neighbor cutting his grass, can you? No. No, okay. people are always like, can you hear uh, the chopping outside? Like, nobody can hear it for you. Don't worry. Somebody, I was on a call the other day. Somebody was like, can you hear the um, trash guy? No, we can't. Let me see. Good, good. I swear he started cutting his grass as soon as we hit record. No, I can't hear so well, what's going on, going on with you? Have you had any moments of community? What's up? Oh, man, so much. Well, first of all, I think since the last time we were together, mm-hmm. you know, meeting um, Dominique. Oh, had my a gosh, couple of yes, we got to meet up. In, um, yep. We got to meet up in Dallas. Yeah, I, if you follow our Instagram page, you would see the day, our, uh, our Black Around the World date day. We met up for mimosas and we went to the Black Girl Magic Museum. We had a time. Um, a time was had. The t- a time was had for sure. And while we were out, we went to the museum and met the owner. Her name is Dominique. Shout out to Dominique. We're going to try to get her on here one day. Um, but that relationship has been growing. She's such a great person. And so, you, you know, I wrote a children's book. And so I will be doing a reading at the children or at the Black Girl Magic Museum. So I basically been preparing for that. I've been preparing for school. Uh, like I told you in a little pre-conversation, yesterday was my last day of work. So I'm prepared. I'm preparing for uh, unemployment and what that looks like again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a lot of newness in my life, I would say. Yeah, transition, transition. Transition is always, uh, um, it's fun times. That was, but so us meeting, I really want to get into that transition. There's so many layers to what you said. Uh, but when we met up in Dallas, that was actually the first time we, one, met up since the, we started this podcast, mm-hmm. Black Around the World. Two, it is really the first time we've hung out. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that was the first time we've ever hung out, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, the first time we hung out. And um, yeah, no, I was glad that we at the last minute 
uh, decided to go the, to the Black Girl Magic Museum and uh, see what she has going over there. It was nice to be able to actually talk to the owner, Dominique, and hear her heart and her passion and her um, what she's doing with the space. Um, but yeah, that was a, a good time. I was happy to be able to bond with you. Um, and I love the it. Texas area. I got yeah. to meet the Tipsy Ray, which is great. Oh my God. <laughs> you, bro, I forgot about that. And I was yeah. like, are you feeling anything? You're like, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling anything. No. I'm I really don't think like, I ever did. I'm really like, um, what do you call it? A lightweight. Like, yeah, like, I'm the total opposite. I'm like, I wasn't feeling anything, even though I probably had twice as many drinks as you had. But, you know, I'm not condoning getting drunk. However, I just have a um, higher tolerance. <laughs> right. But yeah, we did have a great time. Um, it was funny when our, so we were out running up a tab, having the best time of our life. And our waitress basically abandoned us. So we, how long did we spend trying to find our waitress? Like, it was a while. It's probably like 45 <laughs> minutes. It's Too like long to pay somebody. 45 minutes. It's literally like, uh, do you want us to walk up out here? It's complimentary. It's reparations. I don't know what's going on. Um, That's how I yeah. feel. Like, I, but, I should yeah. not have to, like, go and follow bread comes to find you to pay yeah. for this food but back in my mind i'm like bro let's dip <laughs> we could just dip i think it is complimentary but then you gave me that little uh the the one that just killed it all you were like i already gave her my card i'm like oh shit okay <laughs> oh yeah she she's closing the yeah that was the part that was that's how yep. she knew she could do whatever she wanted to do yeah walk around had yeah. you not had that open tab, it would have been a great day. Right. <laughs> so we, we, I look forward to more times like that. Hopefully it'll be in Accra. Um, it'll be somewhere else, you know, on the continent or something. We meet up again, mm -hmm. um, which I am now on the continent. And that has brought a lot of communal moments for me um starting with one so I'm, I'm really wanting to start locks that is my goal to start locks um I got a little bit of hair on my head I've been bald I feel like for the past couple of years started growing it out last year because I could get braids in uh in Ghana because it wasn't five hundred dollars you know to get braids and so I went to, I wanted to start them. I went to go start them, but the lady was just kind of iffy. And so I ended up leaving the, the place and walking, just like, I'm just gonna go home. I was frustrated. My hair was all over my head. It was like tangled because I just took out twists and it, so it was low key, still curly and like tangled and things like that. Um, and I was trying to get a taxi out, but my app wasn't working. My data was acting up. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, dang. And so I see this nail shop and I go into this nail shop. Um, so I, I need my nails done. I'll do that until my phone's, you know, 
starts to read whatever it needs to do to work mm-hmm. so I go get my nails done and then I and I'm thinking sitting there thinking but I really need my hair done I'm going somewhere tonight so I call the place and I tell them I'm coming back but give me like 20 minutes I say that and I know the lady who who's doing my nails hears me say 20 minutes so I'm thinking she'll like kind of speed the because I'm getting a pedicure <laughs> I sit down I'm getting a pedicure and I feel like pedicures in Ghana take longer than an actual or longer than I've experienced pedicures and I'm gonna say I haven't experienced a lot of pedicures in in the states but it's just it's a whole process and I did try to like encourage her to speed the process up but I don't think she was paying me no mind I think she was like I have a process and so I'm gonna stick to this process and Mm so I'm just sitting there and then after she finally gets done it's really past obviously past 20 minutes um and uh and then she's like she she turns on the fan so my nails are drying and she goes are you want to leave I was like yeah I kind of got kind of got to get my hair done and she looks at my hair and she sees it all tangled and she just starts to one by one like detangle the curls oh my god literally i i'm gonna put it on a uh, tiktok which we've made a tiktok and it's gonna be a thing i think that'll be cool to like the stories we tell put the put it on the tiktok but yeah. she like because so because you know my hair is in a little twisty so it's in these little curls and tangled and dry and she one by one with her hand like takes out the curls and she sections it off and then she goes she keeps like tediously like detangling my my hair with her hands and she was like no because if we don't if you don't do this your hair it's gonna be hard to comb it's not gonna be good for when when you you actually comb it and so you know I was in rush mode and I was like this is a moment I'm just gonna receive this she really wanted to do it I feel like it was an act of kindness on her part and me rushing her act of kindness wasn't going to do anything for anybody. So I like sat there, sat there and received. And she's just like, she took her time and sectioned my hair and detangled every piece. And there, I think she was, she was halfway through. She looked at me. She's like, do you want to leave? And I was like, nope, you're so kind. I'm just going to leave. Yeah. And so it was not, it was so sweet. It was the sweetest thing. It touched my heart. It was definitely a communal moment for me and I told her I I was like I'm gonna come back like this is gonna be my nail shop I told my friends I was like this is where this is where we have to go now like just because she was so kind and sweet she didn't have to do that but she's just like let me help you here while your nails dry that was yeah. beautiful. I, I thought you were about to say, like, she actually started doing it, too. Oh, yeah. Because no. I love where you're at right now. It looked yeah. good right now. I yeah, you know, she that. did. I asked her she had did hair before. She was like, I, I actually, she was like, I was training to do it. But um, the person who was training her was not a good person. And so she had to quit. Um, because I went back to the place and just had them uh, two strand twist my hair. Um, and my, my friends are like, you could just let these be locks. So, so I'm considering yeah. it. It looks good. It looks really good. Yeah, I um I want to go through that journey, but it's the commitment for me. You You're know, considering I'm, locks. I want to, like I am considering it, but I'm also going through this stage where I, I know not a lot of people know this, but a summer ago, I do a lot of my own hair. So mm-hmm. a summer ago, I tried braids 
cornrows, right? But I did the Alicia Key style where you had the one braid coming in front of the ear. Uh-huh. Well, that pulled all my little edges off right here by my ear, girl. So I'm like, oh. I cannot start locks missing this whole chunk of hair by my ear. So I'm in the process of you regrowing. You fine that. hair right there? Fine hair? Yeah, it was very fine. Um, but I, my ratio of hair to weave didn't really, it wasn't a good ratio. I had more weave than hair that I was braiding. You know what I mean? So all that stress and tension from the weave on the little mm. bit of hair that I left out. Mm. It was like, girl, bye. And so when I took those braids out, my hair went out with it on just this side. So I don't know if you know, that's why I wear a lot of headbands and whatnot, because I'm in the process of trying to regrow that. So I say all that to say, once this looks full again, then I might consider doing lots. Um, But wow, the ratio of hair. Like people don't realize how important it is to know these things when doing people's hair or doing your own hair. It's not like doing hair is not something you just get up and do. You really have to consider the health of your hair, what your hair can handle, the amount of hair you're using, obviously, from what you're saying. Yep. And then just the stress you put on it, if you're styling it and whatnot. Right. And then. Uh, to make matters worse so I had too much weave hair that I was braiding with my real hair and then I had the nerve to put beads at the end of the braid like Alicia and Keys right weighted so down all it did was weighed it down dang yeah. Alicia Alicia got you out <laughs> here balding trying to channel your inner Alicia Keys exactly Man. I know but uh, you live and you learn yeah yeah but in this episode, we just want to catch up on each other's lives uh, and potentially we have some time play um, a quick round of we're not really strangers. Uh, I can go first. I, I have had a couple of changes. As I said, I'm back in Ghana. Um, I know I could have gone two episodes ago or episode ago. I was saying I was uh, I'm in Tulsa determined not to get sucked back uh there but I it was it was good to be back um I went back I was there for five months um and it was it was cool seeing everybody it felt like for some reason I thought that people will forget me and I, and so when I would see people in public and then they'd be like hey right now and I'm like oh you remember me like, girl you literally going a year I think I also had that in mind was because I didn't have hair before I left. And I um, went back with hair too. And I was like, I don't I look like different. Um, but I also just don't be thinking, I was like, people people not gonna miss me, people not gonna mind me. Like I didn't really say goodbye the first time one, because I didn't know how long I was been will be gone. And I still had a house there, so I knew I would come back or whatever. But this time around. Uh, I came back on a mission to get in that house um, and sell the house, which I have been on a fence about um, just because, you know, whole generational wealth thing and, you know, big deal, single woman, single black woman buying a house. You know, I keep it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, but it, the house is, the house is also, home ownership is also a whole challenge in and of itself, like owning a home. 
um, and all the work that you have to put into it, whether you're living in it or someone else is living in it, and then like also managing it, it just became more of a, a burden than anything, especially with me trying to live outside the country. Um, it just wasn't working, so I did have to make the hard decision. But I was glad to be back in it for five months. Um, it was surreal to be back in there, but it was also nice to be back in my own space in my own home and have those finalizing moments in the house yeah. um did you have any of those movie moments when you were packing up and crying about the experiences no I didn't it's a, I'm gratefully I'm glad I wasn't in there crying um <laughs> but it, it was just like a knowing that <laughs> it was a knowing that this is what I'm supposed to be doing like I'm just gonna take one step in front of the other you know I don't have it fully thought out but I know that you know I had a financial advisor, advisor tell me he was like yeah you can keep it he was like but you can make the money now or later he was like it's up to you on what you you want to do um and when he put it like that that really helped me kind of make the final decision so put it up for sale I think it was up for sale for like two weeks and so that meant I was there I was and I was staying there usually houses are for sale a lot of times people aren't living there but people were coming in and out um and so a lot of times I would just leave when people come occasionally they would forget to like notify me and I'll be like in my bed and I hear somebody walking in my house oh no yeah that was a lot of fun um and so and then it finally there's these people who came back like the realtor came then they came and then um them coming back twice you know kind of let me know that they were really interested so and then we got a sale within uh two weeks and so wow your your house was on the market for two weeks bro yeah, it was on never two. I was so I was afraid easy. to put it up. I was afraid to like not put it up because it was like if I put it up, then people would be like, it could be a month, it could be six months. I was like, oh no, it cannot be six months. Then it was like, <laughs> then somebody was like, uh, well, I had a friend put hers up and it sold in a day, and they weren't they wanted their house in a day, and, da, da, da. and I was like, it can't be that either. And so, <laughs> so I just like I think I waited, waited, and then we like just put it up, and then. It, within that two weeks it sold it and I, I think I was like out there I had a few weeks just to like get out and finalize getting rid of everything so I literally sold everything in my house like the only thing I walked away with was because everything was in a storage um and somebody was renting it out while I was in Ghana the first time and I'm, I just moved back in the house um and I sold all those things and it was literally like a shedding. Uh, I had a friend asking me, how does it feel to, to sell your house and all your stuff? And she was like, cause I've done it before. And she was like, for me, it was about like identity. And I definitely could relate in that moment of like, I did have like a little like identity. I don't know if it's an identity boost, but this like, I'm a homeowner. I own a home. Yeah, I got a house. You know, I think that that is, um, you know, something where you kind of find identity and worth in or feel like you're doing something. But um, and so to sell that house and to to sell all my my favorite mattress, to sell my favorite like this table that I sat around and gathered around and 
had all these brunches and dinners and hosted friends and family, you know, that table. So my dining table was the last thing I sold um, just because it was so hard to get rid of. And my mom was like, you haven't put the dining table on Facebook Marketplace. I was like, no, she was like, you could literally do without a dining table. She was like, you don't need to have the dining table till the end. Put the, <laughs> put the table up for sale. But it was mm-hmm. just, it was my favorite piece. It was so sentimental value. It was sentimental. <laughs> it was so beautiful though. It was like this turquoise, like t- no, it's teal wooden thing. I actually found it on market Facebook Marketplace and um something I just wanted to uh thought I would keep for a long time. But yeah, I ended up selling everything. Um and then got down um and then drove put everything that I had left and I drove to Dallas where Fort Worth and then that's where I was able to see you but spend the uh, weekend with my sister and my nieces and nephews um have a good time with them before going on to my mom I was able to talk to my niece for a little bit and she's like you know whenever you have time in your life I hope you could come in live with um live in the same city as us which we lived in Tulsa she lived in Broken Arrow we lived in the same city before but I also had a breakup in that time because I was living in Korea and so she's just like if you could you know come back to Texas for some time and just like live in the same city she was like I know that um before you left you know I was really you know, upset. Like we went back and I went back and forth with my family. They did not want me to move to Ghana the first time. They were like, you and I wasn't moving to Ghana. I was really going to visit. They still didn't think that was a good idea. They're like, you're unemployed. Um, what are you doing? You still need to find a job. You still uh you're renting your house out. You need to be like figuring out how you're gonna be housed and things like that. And I was on this like I do what I want, you know. <laughs> but my yeah. niece was just like yeah, so when I got, so when me and my niece was driving, she was like, for me, it wasn't, it was more so about, like, how she was receiving it. She was like, I saw you as, it didn't make sense to me. She was like, you, I really look up to you. You, you know, you did the thing. You went to college. You got, you know, you got the job. You had your house. You got the car. Like, you were doing the things in order and which, you know, I it all make that made sense to me and so for you to just be like quit the job rent the house out and then like go and travel she was like I couldn't understand that um and so for me it was like you know and it made sense it was less like personal I think oftentimes we take people's feedback or what they're telling us or the advice or whatever they whatever they're giving or projecting onto us personal when really mm. it's not personal few things are personal and for me like for her to be have this awareness of like it really wasn't about me trying to like judge you and tell you what you should or shouldn't do it was really about me and how I was receiving what you were doing and how it, and it didn't make sense you know I think looking to me as this guide like you said this you know looking up to me and me to do something out, outside of the ordinary just like I can't make sense of it <laughs> but you yeah. have to do it I mean, at the end of the day, we got to do what's best for us, whether it makes sense or not to other people or even ourselves. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. I think that she she was well aware of that. I mean, after 
after she saw, you know, my time in, in Ghana and realizing it was something that I had to do for myself, but she was just having a transparency moment, you know, and so I was just How's super grateful that. Huh? How's your transition going, I guess, being back in Ghana? Yeah, it's, it's very um, surreal, actually. I've been talking to my friend uh, who we, she came from Canada, Mame, and I came from the States. We came here at the same, the same weekend, um, at the same time, and both had this feeling like, what are we doing? What am I doing? What am I doing back here? Uh, I was just laughing with some friends last night, like, I when I was in Tulsa, I just kept talking about Ghana. Ghana, what's what's going on in Ghana? What's going? On? I want to be back in Ghana. I want to go back home. Or what, what's going to Ghana? And then when I got here, I was like, "What? What are you doing back here?" Like it feels very surreal. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Uh, so it is. It's a transition back into like learning to be back in Ghana. Ghana is not. Ghana is both uh, magical and very um, can be very challenging at the same time. And so it's just like being reminded of the things that you had to adjust to, readjusting to those things. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but I think that a lot of things make it make it worth it and know, you know, send me the message that I'm back where like mangoes, for instance mangoes let me know like this is where i'm supposed to be like when i every oh time i God. bite it every time i bite into a mango um i know that i'm supposed to be here wow that's it, magical it make, I, love that. <laughs> so, I love that for i may you. be exaggerating <laughs> but these mangoes be so no. sweet i be almost about to cry every time i eat a mango oh my God. i Girl, can't wait i cannot go- wait you gotta have a mango um but also like I said these moments like that that moment with the lady you know detangling my hair those moments the other moments of like being welcomed back and how people were like ready to welcome me and help me you know transition back I've had great friends it's, I, I as soon as I landed in the airport one of my friends texted me was like hey girl I just had a dream you're back in Ghana I hope you're well Cause I don't be telling people when I'm going uh-huh. or coming. I don't, I'm not I, like, I just move. I just do the, do the things. And it's like, Hey, I did it. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, even when I leave, I've left Tulsa those two times. I never told people. And also that's like, I'm just not the best at saying goodbye, which I, I can, I need to, this time around, I realized the need to do better because people will be hurt. You know, mm-hmm. somebody was like, yo, I just saw um, your friend and, he he just found out that you were gone and he looked really hurt by it you know and so for me it was just like okay I gotta do better about like saying goodbye I think it's just like this fear of disappointment the little girl who doesn't want to disappoint anybody doesn't want to make people I don't like people missing me I don't like people being sad about my presence being gone like all those things that I think I just it's like can't face but I think I gotta do better with that that's our heart anyway though I mean just saying goodbye to people yes. Yes, it is a difficult just time anyway, whether, you know, you're dealing with trauma or not. It's naturally something uh-huh. I think that we all go. Yes. And stop saying bye. Can we not say bye? Like, I, we gonna, I'm going to see you, you later. See you. See you when I see you, you know. So, yeah. Right. yeah so my 
being in community with these people again like I said I had a friend text me she goes I had that dream I'm like girl I literally just landed you know I had friends there to pick me up to the airport take me to get my sim card take me to get my my things and then my friends uh Mame and Gideon which I hope to introduce them to the show actually Mame should be on the next episode um but they have been felt like home for me um being in community with them um and then welcoming into me into their home um when I first landed um it's just it's been we've been in a, a bubble of being in community having these beautiful discussions and being able to um learn and do life with them has been amazing they're also just a a great example of love I'm gonna write a poem about them about them because my friends, my man, Gideon, like their love is just the most beautiful thing. And being able to witness that, I think it's for such a time as this where I'm at in my life. I'm really grateful because it's like, I, I I need to see this. Like what I'm asking for, what I, what I desire is not too much. It is possible. Mm-hmm. Like love mm-hmm. is possible. Um, and so them seeing that, that's the message that I get from it. I just take great joy seeing them all the time. Yeah. All of that. I mean, if you were trying to sell me on Ghana, I'm sold. Like, now I'm trying to figure out how I get there. Right. There space from folk house. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. We we definitely want to have you, uh, especially as we expand the Kim Folk House. We're going to get you here. But I feel like I've, I've, I've updated a lot of my life. I know you said that you were transitioning out of your job. How How is... Um, going back to school are you excited about going back to school what you're going to be studying uh yeah I am excited actually um I start Monday was it June 5th depending on when I post this it'll be June 5th when I start school um but I'm going back for visual communications I'm getting my bachelor's I I right now have the um an associate's degree in merchandise marketing and so, you know, with my extensive art background and working with artists, the main goal is to, well, not necessarily the main goal, because I got a lot of main goals, but one of the goals is to finish up my bachelor's so I can go to law school and become an IP attorney so I can help with, you know, just keeping, making sure people's intellectual property is safe. And, you know, if it's not, how to get compensated for it and the laws around that, especially with the introduction of AI. Um, So that's the main goal. Have you seen people, like what what motivated you to do that? Have you seen people being taken advantage in that area or like what? Oh, absolutely. Artists, their art's getting ripped off. Digital content creators, they're getting ripped off. And then when you see like AI and the images it's creating, you're like, it got that from somewhere, you know, and then people mm-hmm. are coming forth and saying, yo, that was, that's me, or that's my image or whatever. And it's just changed a little bit, but um, it what, hasn't personal. Give me an example. So is that illegal? Like when you say people are AI, so are you saying that they're taking like a painting? What is that? Like, give me, lay it out for me. They're taking a painting <laughs> and then they're creating a digital version of it. Yeah, absolutely. So like, say if you had your own certain style of artwork, right? You can go into AI and give it a prompt saying, create this image with um, 
you know, this in the style of Ray, you know, like if you were this big famous artist, you can say in the style of Ray's paintings, blah, blah, blah. And it could literally look like a knockoff of your stuff. You know, you've spent years going to school and mm. crafting what, you know, your unique style is. And then AI can duplicate it in two seconds. And now it's mm. someone else's content. You know, all they've done was mm. maybe change this here and there. But if your your technique was unique to you and no one else is doing it, AI can duplicate it in two seconds. And even outside of art, you know, if you were the founder of Trap Karaoke, you know, I don't know if you've heard of Trap Karaoke, but they travel around and they're doing these, these events where they're getting the community together and they're doing karaoke and it's all trap. Well, you can come and create something just like it. You know, and so it's really holding people accountable of making sure that A, it's not a direct ripoff, but B, you know, like the original producer of it is getting compensated or getting the recognition they deserve. So, really? I think it might be. Wait a minute, I was learning, I was picking the notes. You said really, listen, let me tell you something. I heard, I really wanted to know what you said, trap karaoke, could you start back from there? Because you said trap karaoke, people will go, how is AI duplicating trap karaoke? What part did you say? So it's not necessarily AI duplicating it. So I'm I'm just speaking about IP attorney just broadly, right? And I'm just saying, you know, if you are the the owner of Trap Karaoke, you know, Mm -hmm. IP attorney will make sure that no one else is out there duplicating what you're doing. And if it is found out that you're duplicating, they're duplicating it, then an IP attorney can put those cease and desist letters out there and make sure that the original content creators are getting recognition for being the originators of Trap Karaoke. Wait a minute. So tell me this. Okay, trap karaoke exists. If I wanted to gather some black people in a room, event space, and we did karaoke and it was trap, like is it that I can't publicize something called trap karaoke? Like what will be, or is it that like because you're gonna do like we what if I just wanted to do trap karaoke because I like trap? Um, yeah, and that's something we did. I just hosted trap karaoke parties all the time. We're like, what part of it will be stealing or ripping somebody off? Like, if you start uh, marketing your event as trap karaoke, you yeah. know, it, because right now I believe they even have the term trademark. So if you start marketing your event as trap karaoke and you're starting to get compensated for this idea, then that's when you're ripping it off. Now, if you're like, come join my karaoke night and with an emphasis of trap, then you're fine. <laughs> but if, yeah. if, if you're directly like calling it trap karaoke, uh-huh. knowing that they already have that term trademarked and this is now your brand and you got shirts to say trap karaoke, yeah. then that's when an IP attorney, attorney needs to step in because then it's like, look, you just took all of their intellectual property and you're trying to make it your own. You don't have to rename yourself, rebrand yourself. You can still have karaoke to trap music, but you can't call yourself trap karaoke. Yes. 
So an IP attorney will assist in anything that has anything to do with intellectual property. That's that's your writings. Yeah, because that happens. But this happens a lot just in general, especially with Black creatives and people who have more resources and a bigger platform just takes it. But an IP attorney can only really represent somebody who has like copyrighted their stuff or right like if you haven't done all those things people can rip you off legally right like exactly so my my goal is to learn the laws so I can all the artists that I'm working with show them how to copyright it make sure they're getting this their content registered because right now we're just creating putting it out there and then people with the money can steal it and then now they're copywriting it as their own but mm-hmm. if you decided to write up that poetry that you spoke about, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, hey, these are the steps to get it copyrighted. It's hassle-free, but just make sure, you know, Hallmark can't come and take it, you know, then you're protected. But a lot of us, we're just doing stuff because we don't know the knowledge behind it. So with me working with artists and content creators and whatnot, I want to make sure that not only am I helping you get exposure, but I'm also helping you protect your intellectual property. Right. So that's kind of like why I want to go down that, that path, because, you know, I'm not going to stop working with artists, but I also Mm -hmm. want to make sure that I can help them build their brand and protect their brand as much as possible. Especially if I'm going out getting opportunities for artists and they're just, you know, they're being the artists that they can be. And then next thing you know, someone has ripped off everything they've done. Mm -hmm. Then that kind of also falls back on me. Cause it's like, dude, you know, we could have elevated this, but somebody else with the money, is doing it faster had we protected it we would be good you know so yeah that's all the bases i love that yeah how how long is that process gonna take (laughs) well i have two years to finish my bachelor's and then four years of law school so six years (laughs) but you know i'll start making my art when you're ready to represent me when you're uh out that's when i really i mean I would love to. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you, even like when you think about our logo, uh-huh. our, our name of our podcast, everything, you know, we need to get that copyrighted and registered because someone else could be like, oh, black around the world. That's pretty good. And then they go register and it's like, now y'all have to change your names, even though you had it first. Yeah, we should definitely do it, especially with this merch that we're going to be having coming out, you know, and as yeah. we elevate the podcast, we got to do all the things i'm gonna I'm leave that in your your wheelhouse to know what it, what the things are to do yes. <laughs> but I, i'll support but you so you let me tell you something i'm thoroughly always impressed with all the things that you're doing and i don't know if you just be normalizing it or do you sit with your greatness but i always admire your ability to do to one have these have an idea and then do it and so I've seen you, you know, you obviously own a gallery and now you have books coming out. I've seen you if a word puzzle and a storybook. Did you say you're going to do a story, um, story time? At, uh, tell me about this book. Uh, so, yeah, I have word puzzles, a coloring book and a children's book. So with partnering with the Black Girl Magic Museum, I'll be doing a book reading slash book signing. So there are people in the community, like friends and family that have purchased the books. So they're going to come, I get to read it out loud. And um, 
sign their book and then we're going to give books away for free. Um, actually, Dominique purchased some so she can give them away. Wait a minute. And Pause. You know, you just said that super casually. I just want to sit with that for a minute because we were making people like my, I have a friend who just wrote something that's going to be on Netflix, like a part of a writing team that's going to be on Netflix. And one of our other friends made her sit with it for a moment because it's like, why are you casually like this is to be celebrated? You know, why are you casually saying that? So you said mm -hmm. I have word puzzles. I have a book. What else do you have? Like a coloring, a coloring a book. Coloring book. Which the word puzzle I'm really interested in. I'm really excited because I love that it's about black women traveling. Um yeah. but like you have these ideas and you literally have books in front of you now. Mm. Yeah. Like what was that process like to take it taking the idea out and actually doing it? You know, it's funny that you even to say that because honestly my main goal was to create books for art. And so in researching how to go about it, I found how to publish books. And so all these books have just been testers to what my main goal is. So I guess I really haven't sat with it because it's not my main goal. It wasn't like the original plan. The original plan is what I'm working on with these artists. I don't know if you've seen that I put out a call for artists, but I'm trying to, well, I am working on something that is a much bigger project. These projects, I mean, I guess it's dope that I've done them. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of myself, I guess, you know, um, but I just, they were like literally testers for the main project that I'm working mm. on. Um, and so I just, in testing them, I'm like, or creating testers, I was like, well, what would I like? You know, what do I like to do? I like word searches. I like to color. And then the book about my my father, the children's book is called Mr. Paul Can Do It All. He's just a character within himself, girl. And I'm like, I've always said he needs a television show. And I'm like, you know, if he can't get a show, I'm gonna write a book about him. And then I'm not a writer like you. Yeah, my dad. And I'm not a writer like, like you are. So I was like, how can I write about my father without it being too wordy. I was like, children's mm -hmm. books, they're not wordy. Yeah. You know, so I made it into like a poem, you know, a couple of sentences, a page. Um, but mm -hmm. it was really all, they're just like, for me, they're little stepping stones to the bigger picture for what I have for the Greenwood Gallery and the books that I'm really working on that are collaborations with artists. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess I never really just sat with it because. I I did them in like two days each. Like they didn't take long. So I think, yeah, I think we kind of take things for granted that when it comes easy, it doesn't, it's like, uh, you know? And so mm -hmm. kind of for me, that's kind of how those books, I did them so fast just to see that I can do it. It wasn't really something that I was like, when I grow up, I'm going to make a coloring book, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I did it and gotcha. you know it's available on Amazon there are, all the books that I've created so far are available on Amazon oh yeah you're gonna do a book signing uh beautiful tribute to your dad how did he handle you doing that 
Oh, yeah. So I got that on TikTok and um, my Instagram page. I surprised him with it because my son, he's seen that I was making it because I had kind of consulted with him. I was like, does this look like Papa? You know, you know, because my daddy has freckles and whatnot. I was mm-hmm. like, does this look like Papa? He's like, yeah, that looks like Papa. So he helped me and he read the book before I published it. Um, and so when the book came in, I told MacArthur, I was like, I want you to go in there and ask Papa to read this book to you. And so I got it on video. He was like, Papa, can you read this to me? And he started reading it and he loved it. And so now literally every day, because I told you my daddy a character, he's like, Mr. Paul can do it all. Like he's just, he feels himself. He goes around telling people, you got Amazon? Look at my book. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even have to market it. He does it himself. Yeah. um, But (laughs) It was a great moment. I mean, just being able to, you know, I guess, show how great my dad is through my artistry. Um, But at the book signing, I'm going to make sure he's there and I'm going to read the book and then ask the people, do you want to meet the real Mr. Paul? And then, you know, he'll be there already. I'm like, well, that's my dad over there. Um, And then we partnered with Brahms because Brahms has this initiative Mm -hmm. called Book Buddy where, you know, when children read a certain amount of books, they could put a little sticker there. And once they complete the sticker row, then they get a free ice cream or a free meal. So we're gonna give those pamphlets out and we'll be giving out free ice cream. And then Dominique is gonna do, after the book signing, Dominique is gonna do a private tour with all the children of the Black Girl Magic Museum. She has some new exhibitions since the last time we went. So she's mm. gonna show the kids around. So that's on June 11th. So I'm looking forward to that. That's cool. You have a lot, a lot of cool things going on. And I just send you all the good energy and vibes as you transition and elevate during this time. Um hey. do you I really want to see if we can play at least one or two rounds of uh We're Not Strangers to wrap it up. We really do okay. a um you want to do it now? I just didn't know because you're so great. I was like, is there anything else that you're doing, Queen, that you want to share? Uh, Honestly, we'll say that for the next episode because I I do a lot, but I think it's just because I I have ideas and I want to do them. So yeah. I mean, next time you talk to me, I might be training to be an astronaut. So let's play this game. <laughs> Look at this this greatness <laughs> right here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, let's, I need let's to sit take... down somewhere. Honestly, and stick no, to something. <laughs> no, I think that it is super inspiring. Yeah. I've been seeing this meme on social media. It says, it says something. I'm pretty sure you've seen it. I don't know if it's necessarily a meme, but it's like, I admire people who are able to take an idea and then actually like bring it into fruition. Like, you Mm -hmm. know how many times people have an idea, but just the actual will and know how know how yeah. and connection whatever it is that you need resources to to do it and believe that it, it can't be done and I feel like I don't know the way you describe your dad it could seem like a trait from your dad like if Mr. Paul can do it all I feel like you have that trait of like you know whatever it is that you want to do you're going to do it everything like people affirm to themselves everything that I have or everything that I need I already have I feel like you already have a good grasp on everything that I need I already have well thank you yeah 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 you actually just hit that right on the nail head I didn't think about that but I definitely that's crazy I wrote a book about him because he do it all and I'm actually doing a lot myself um 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, apparently. <laughs> yes. You inspire us all. I guess at, at some point in the future, my son might write a book about me. You know, Miss Queen can do anything. I don't know, something. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. yeah. So let's let's see. I won't, we've always played with the idea of playing this. Um, the way I thought about it is just pulling up, because I just have pictures of, of the obviously we're not in person the pool cards and so if you pull it up on your phone and i think to the, the way to make it like you're pulling a card is just scan and just drop your hand on one so who wants okay, to go, go first you, you go I first i'll go yeah i'll go first uh i'm shuffling meaning okay, shuffle, i'm shuffle, thumbing shuffle. down <laughs> shuffle, shuffle. thumbing up and down okay oh i'm nervous what do you, oh, i know right okay yeah. what do you crave more of is there question a second mark. part to that question? It, oh, it's just on oh, the white side. Oh, oh, it just it's says, a, what do you crave more of? Yeah, what do you crave oh, I more I was of? I going to say, what do you crave more of? Chocolate or vanilla or something like that. Oh, but, no, no, no. What do this you is crave? very general. Oh, my God. This is vulnerable. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> what? What do you crave more of? Give me, like, five seconds because... Mm. and are we both answering that question or is it just for you and then you're gonna ask me one? Uh, I, I thought we were just that i don't know let me let me just answer if you feel inclined to answer uh then you could answer what do i crave more of um so i've been i'm gonna say this and i feel like there are other things i could say that really will put me on make me a little bit more vulnerable but let me just start with present moment awareness uh because i have been um the past couple of days not i have been experiencing um kind of like the battling sadness or like this like kind of like depressive states and I don't want to say it's full-on depression because it's it's an ebb and flow of these emotions um and I brought a handful of books with me but I end up bringing a book that I haven't gotten through and it's the power of now and I um, I'm always reading a different book but not getting through that maybe like the ADHD and me it is it is it really is but I I think I I pick up things right when I need it but this book the power of now I just opened a section where it's just talking about how um, a lot of our suffering comes from these thoughts that we're attaching ourselves to and so there's a lot of thoughts around when this happens, you know, uh, I I will be happy or I will be great or I, I, I need a little bit of this or this past thing. You know, you're constantly in the past, you're constantly in the future. And so it just kind of breaks down how we create our own sufferings by attaching ourselves to the many thoughts that come through our head. You know, one of the things Eckhart Tolle, the author of The Power of Now, says is that thinking is an addiction we're really not supposed to be thinking as much as we we are are doing throughout the day and how um when you are thinking you the present like being present is 
being aware that you're thinking. And that's how you know you're mindful and being present. Like just even the awareness that those are thoughts and they're not you. They're, they're simply mm -hmm. thoughts that you can choose to attach yourself to or not to, but basically not identifying with your thoughts. Um, and so I'm like reading this and every time I practice what, what he's saying, and I, I literally can pull myself out of those um, kind of sad states, those are just depressive states. Um, and so I think this like present moment um, mindfulness and because when I think about other things that I crave, like if I say I crave love, more love, um, yes, that's real, but also when I'm present, I can also realize that I have, I have that already. Mm. You know, I, mm -hmm. I, and I'm grateful to be surrounded by love and I am love, I give love, I have love, like God is love, God is me. Like my friends, like I have that and thinking that, I think that when I hear crave, I think about lack. Um, and I think mm. and I know that when I'm pr practicing being present, that I realize that I, don't, I lack nothing. Um, and so if I say crack, so if I, so any of the cravings, I think that those will be solved when I'm like in this moment right now. Like nothing, uh, nothing I can do is going to make me more joyful than being here now. So, yes. I say, I love that. I love that. That was great. That was, that question was for you. I'm not answering. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me, let me scan. I'm shuffling, shuffling, shuffling. Yes. Boop. Okay. Is there a feeling you miss? Um, yeah, <laughs> yes or no question? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and to explain my yes, um, for me personally, I, I haven't, since being back home, you know, I've been living with my father. And I just miss being in my own space. Mm -hmm. You know, I miss having my own home to come to. You know, I miss just cleaning up my own house and cleaning up after my own mess. <laughs> you know, I miss just having my own little sanctuary. So, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. The feelings, what's the feeling of? It just feels like you're in control of, and then you, you feel like you can, you know, like do whatever you want. You, and for me, you know, I love my freedom. So, freedom. so I want to be able, freedom. Yeah. Yeah. The feeling of freedom, the feeling of just being in control, having your own space to create and, you know, cry and, you know, laugh, whatever, without, mm -hmm interference with other energies at that moment right right i got you I, I that that's definitely something that i miss a feeling that i miss 
I will be there soon, though, you know, yeah. but I'm stacking up some things, getting my life in order through this transition. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna start shuffling. Are we doing one more round? Two more questions? Okay. Yeah, one more round. Okay. Because I like it. All right. What do you think I'm most likely to splurge on? What do you think I'm I'm most likely to splurge yeah, on, I guess? what I think you're gonna, you like. would splurge on. Uh, I think that you would splurge on... It's like... I feel like you were splurge on like subscriptions and resources to elevate whatever it is that you're doing. I feel like you would go crazy on some, I don't know, if, if, I don't know, some trademarks and Canva, uh, Canva subscriptions. <laughs> like, like ability to publish something i think I feel like you whatever you're, you're spurging on is business minded business focus uh elevating whatever it is that you're doing i don't know what would, am i right but what would you splurge on tell me something i don't think first of all we're not really strangers <laughs> that's my response to that because you hit it right on the nail head um mm-hmm. Like literally before this call, I canceled the subscription and signed up to a new one. Like legit. <laughs> right it. before this call. Look at $50 me. Not... Well, what? You said $50 what? <laughs> I, I spent $50 on a new subscription right before this call. Word. Look at me. No one. I be no one as Amanda Sills will say. Let me shuffle, shuffle. Because I'm going to see Little Mermaid tonight. I got to, I got to. Get ready. Oh, yeah. Are you gonna have you seen yes. it? Didn't you say you took your son? No, yeah. I didn't take my son actually. My son didn't want to go, so I actually went on a date. That's another conversation. Oh. Okay, yeah. we'll have to update <laughs> on that in the next recording. Uh let me see. So I'm gonna go see that tonight. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Oh my god. What does my Instagram tell you about me? Um, let me look at it. Let me scan, look scan, at it real scan, quick. Scan, 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 scan. active? That's the question. First off, is it is it active? Oh, it's active. It's just, it's the app is deleted off my phone, but I don't. I haven't deleted download. I just have this love hate relationship with it, so it is. Understand. That's one thing that it tells me about you, that you have a love-hate relationship. Because I'd be like, is she even on here? Uh, <laughs> Do you notice that I'd be not on? You know, Yeah, when you're not posting and, you know, when you're not active. Gotcha. Um, I mean, but just at a glance, I would say, just looking at it, it looks like you are Black around the world. I mean, I see area codes. I see beaches you know it looks like you travel a lot and you have a lot of friends so that's just like at a glance but like I said you know knowing you and knowing when you post and when you don't post I'd be like is she even on (laughs) is it active Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's just that's not even just looking at it that just know how how um you know, involved you may or may not be in social media at that time. 
Right. Well, hey, you got a lot of posts. I'm just now scrolling. Like I never really. A lot. I know. I feel like for the sad don't post. I do have a lot though. Dang! Posts. Like it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I created that back in the. Oh, I, I think my friend created it for me. Like a lot of my social social medias were created by my best friend from college because I was, or she like encouraged me to. Oh no, I created Instagram. She just created my Facebook, my MySpace, because <laughs> I was like, I, I was just I was not feeling social media when it when it when it's a thing. That's uh, well, it. You know. Huh? I can tell the biggest difference, especially if I had to compare your Instagram to mine, though, which, you know, like I said, I've never really just scrolled down, but you have a lot of pictures with people like you do a lot of stuff with people. Yeah, and see. it's like when you go to my page, it's like me, 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 art, art, me, me, art. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, does you have any friends? <laughs> Looking at my page. You so well, you see. You see my bio, like what 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 matters to me is like community, you know who I am. So that that tracks, that tracks. I love that. That's good. Wow, that's yeah. that's something. Wow. But anyways, like I said, I and I go see Little Mermaid. Um, so let's wrap it up. So they yeah, we were you able to get into TikTok again? We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok and Instagram. Those are the two. You right? Just change. What in the world? I look up I'm and I see a different outfit. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to get my outfit ready so I can like jet out the door. Listen, let me tell you something. Across. Oh my god, I'm not gonna make it. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna make it. Okay, so I gotta make it somewhere by six, basically. Okay, so what time I'm is just trying to get ready and finish, wrap this up. Yeah. Um, I'm making this shirt up as I go. But anyway, yeah, I've, I've just getting to this Black Girl Magic movie is definitely a must. So it is a mu- for the culture. For the it's culture, for the culture. You know, I, my sister reminded me that I love a uh, Little Mermaid growing up, and so I think it's weird because I like, you know, how I am. Like I like black shit, but she said yeah. oh, you loved Little Mermaid growing up. Also, reason why I didn't. Believer, I slow low key believe because I remember my mermaid. Um, I had a sleeping bag, I had a little mermaid, everything. And I, but the reason I didn't that I didn't think of what I did was because Ursula scared me. Ursula scares oh. me. And my before I left, my, my sister was reminding me, and I was like, Seriously, I was like, Because Ursula scares me. And my niece, she's like 10, she turns around, she's like, Still today. And I was like, first of all, the judgment, I need you to tone that down. Okay. But anyways, so follow us. Uh, we we about to start uploading TikToks. I'm going to upload some footage of me getting my hair detangled on our TikTok. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Black Around the World. If you want to follow me personally, I'm Amaray underscore. Um, we just want to take a break uh, from guests and really highlight uh, the greatness of that queen and I are um today and we'll get back to it on the next episode yes and if you want to follow me my instagram is queenwood underscore a v e and that's all folks that's all stay black (laughs) have fun eat some popcorn i will thank you talk to you later bye all right bye-bye